Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 209, and this is God's Big Story. It's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For his glory. Always. It's God's Big Story. So, welcome back friends. Day 209 means we have listened to every one of our readers eight times each. And that means we'll hear from each of them just twice more. And if you're really good with fractions, you'll know that that means we are now four-fifths of the way through our journey. Hi everyone! Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now. It's Marvin the Friendly Curious Cow. Mm. Wow Dave, four-fifths. Yeah, gosh, that seems like we're getting really close to the end. You know, if if you've eaten four-fifths of a cake, well, that's a lot of cake. Yeah, it is. And yes, we have come a very long way. But still, ten weeks to go, ten more jokes, ten more quizzes, lots of fun still to be had, Marv. And some super important bits of God's big story still to hear. Okay, great, Dave. So, what about our story today? What's going on? Okay, well, yesterday we heard how Jesus announced in the temple about the living water. And we also heard how the Pharisees wanted to kill him. Oh yeah, I remember, Dave. Yeah, I don't like those Pharisees one bit. Mm, uh, I see why John called them snakes. Oh yeah, yeah, well remembered, Marvin. Now, if you or I were in a city and there were a bunch of people who wanted to kill us, well, we would probably get out of there and get as far away as possible. But remember that Jesus is not afraid of the Pharisees. He knows that they will eventually kill him. But remember, he is in complete control. When that happens, it will be because he allows it. And so Jesus is still in Jerusalem, still speaking to the people and teaching them about God. Oh, okay, yeah. So I bet that made the Pharisees super mad, huh? Yeah, it did, Marvin. And they're trying their hardest to find any way they can to get rid of him. They just need to find an excuse to have him killed. Now, today we're still in John's Gospel, and we're going to hear about one of their schemes. Oh, okay. Uh, Let's see, we're back to reader number one, so that would be Janice, right? Yep, good work, Marv. Hi, Janice! Hello everyone. Today's reading is taken from John chapter 8. But Jesus went to the Mount of Olives. At sunrise he arrived again in the temple courtyard. All the people gathered around him there. He sat down to teach them. The teachers of the law and the Pharisees brought in a woman. She had been caught committing adultery. They made her stand in front of the group. They said to Jesus, Teacher, This woman was caught sleeping with a man who was not her husband. In the law, Moses commanded us to kill such women by throwing stones at them. Now, what do you say? They were trying to trap Jesus with that question. They wanted to have a reason to bring charges against him. But Jesus bent down and started to write on the ground with his finger. They kept asking him questions. So he stood up and said to them, Has any one of you not sinned? Then you'll be the first to throw a stone at her. He bent down again and wrote in the ground. Those who heard what he had said began to go away. They left one at a time, the older ones first. Soon only Jesus was left. The woman was still standing there. Jesus stood up and asked her, Woman, where are they? Hasn't anyone found you guilty? No one, sir, she said. Then I don't find you guilty either, Jesus said. Go now and leave your life of sin. Thanks, Janice. Okay, wow, Dave. Hmm. Yeah, that, that must have been pretty embarrassing for that woman, huh? You know, dragged up to Jesus right in front of everyone? Yep. 
absolutely humiliating. She had been caught with someone else's husband and now everyone in the temple, and that was pretty much everyone, well, they were all looking at her. Everybody knew what she had done. But you know what, Marvin, the Pharisees, they didn't care one bit about her. They didn't even really care about keeping the law because if they were keeping the law and they wanted to punish people that were committing adultery, well, then they should have been punishing the man as well. But he is nowhere to be seen. All the Pharisees care about is trying to catch out Jesus. Okay, yeah. So, Dave, well, what were they hoping would happen? Well, Marvin, if Jesus had said, you know what, let the poor woman go, well, then they would have shouted, look, everyone, he doesn't care about God's law. And if he had said, well, yes, she should be killed, as God's law requires, well, that would have been breaking Roman law. And so they could have got him in trouble with the Roman authorities. See, they thought they had him trapped in a lose-lose situation. Whichever way he went, he was going to get in trouble. Okay, yeah. Yeah, but Jesus just bends down and starts writing in the dust. So I was wondering, Dave, what was he writing? You know what? We just don't know, Marvin. Some people have guessed that maybe he started writing out the Ten Commandments, but yeah, that's a complete guess. And if we needed to know, the Bible would tell us. But it doesn't, so we don't. But Marvin, imagine you're there in the temple watching. And you've seen this woman dragged in, and you've heard what's been said, and they're asking Jesus and asking and asking and asking him. But Jesus doesn't say anything. He just bends down and starts writing or drawing in the dust. Now, if you're there, what are you doing? Oh, well... I'd want to see what he was doing, you know, see what he was writing. Exactly. You'd not be staring at the poor woman anymore. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, I'd kind of forgotten she was there. That's it. See, Jesus takes all the attention off this humiliated lady, and instead he brings it on himself. And finally, he just destroys the trap that they think they have him caught in. Now, yes, this lady had sinned. She'd been caught sinning, there was no doubt. But if we are to be condemned for our sin, well, then we're all in big trouble, right? Jesus says, look, if you have no sin, go for it. Pick up a stone and kill her. But if you do, then stand down. Yeah, and they all do. They do, until it's just her left. Now, Jesus doesn't say, hey, don't worry about it. It's no big deal. We all make mistakes. Now, that's not it at all. He just says, I don't condemn you. Now go and leave your life of sin. See, boys and girls, in the book of Romans, chapter 8, Paul writes, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. That means God doesn't condemn us. To condemn someone is to declare that they are completely in the wrong or bad or evil. But when God looks at us, if we're in Jesus, that's not what he declares. When God looks at us, even though we are in the wrong, even though our sins are evil, he declares us clean, righteous, because Jesus' blood has washed all of that sin away. Just like the woman, it's not that our sins are no big deal. They're a really big deal. But through Jesus... God does not condemn us, and he calls us to leave our life of sin. So today, boys and girls, thank God that he does not condemn us. That's a huge thing. And ask his help to leave our life of sin farther and farther behind, to live for him more and more. Okay, great, Dave. Yeah, no condemnation. I love it. Me too, Marv. And we'll leave it there for today, and we'll be back tomorrow for our end of week quiz. Okay, great. Well, bye, everyone. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave Josh.